We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the failure of the Senate to pass the Women's Health Protection Act, and then I'm going to spend a great deal of time on Joe Biden's Orwellian, yes, Orwellian, State of the Union address. Why Orwellian? Because it's just loaded with lies. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Good morning, and welcome to The Rebellion. Thank you so much for listening into the show. Thank you to all of you who have been loyal supporters of The Rebellion and helped us grow this program as you have. Thank you for copying and pasting your favorite episodes of The Rebellion, copying and pasting the links out there on your social media so that other people can become aware of this show. We're growing and we are growing exponentially because you listen to us on radio at KOKL on a daily basis and or you listen to us on podcast and you're pushing it out there to your friends, your family, your social circles, your social media network. I'm very grateful to all of you. Thank you to all of you who are supporting us via your subscriptions by going to patreon.com backslash D-R-E-V-E-R-E-T-T-P-I-P-E-R. That's patreon.com backslash Dr. Everett Piper. I'm grateful to all of you. I'm thankful for all of that. And remember, if you do go and listen to The Rebellion on the podcast version, and by the way, if you listen to us on KOKL as you're driving to work in the morning, you can listen to us again by going to the podcast um, platform, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. You can listen to us on any of those particular platforms, and you can Take that episode that you enjoyed while you were driving, listen to it again, and then post it out there. So don't forget that if you're listening via the radio option uh, down at KOKL in Okmulgee. Appreciate uh, Brooks Brewer and all he does for us in terms of giving us that platform down there too. And thank you for the, lo- for the loyal local listeners in that area. I feel as if I should open up today's show by not saying good morning. Thanks for listening into the rebellion. I feel like I should say good morning and welcome to 1984. As as you listen to Joe Biden's State of the Union address last night, didn't you feel like you were in this dystopian land, this land of thought police, this land of reversing definitions, this land of perpetual lies, this land of elites imposing their power on everybody else that disagrees with you or disagrees with them? This land where they tell you they're fighting for freedom, but yet they squash yours. I mean, Joe Biden's State of the Union address was so laden with equivocation, with lies, blatant lies, power trips, manipulation. I mean, we literally have thought police right now in this country because they silence and deplatform anyone who doesn't agree with them. I mean, if you want to challenge Joe Biden's handling, of this war in the Ukraine, they're actually discussing right now doing the same thing to you that they've done with regard to COVID. 
So if you have a different view, Tucker Carlson call, uh, covered this the, just two nights ago. If you have a different view, if you believe, with, believe like Rod Dreher, for example, at the American Conservative, if you think that, that this immediate knee-jerk reaction to rush in, to rush in and essentially tempt all of the European nations as well as the world to engage in conflict with Russia right now, if you believe that this is dangerous and that we're, on, that we're teetering on the precipice of World War III, if you want to say that, if you want to challenge the neocons, whether they be Bill Clinton or George W. Bush or George Herbert Walker Bush, or if you want to challenge the Biden administration, if you want to challenge any of your Republican friends that, that perhaps are too eager to engage in saber-rattling with, with somebody like Putin right now, if you want to do that, then they're going to deplatform you. Now, you may disagree with everything I said in the previous two minutes. Now, keep in mind, I didn't say what position I was taking. I was saying that this is what Rod Dreher says. And I think he's got a very interesting point, and I think we should listen to it. I don't think he should be deplatformed. If, and if I want to disagree with him, and if you do likewise, then we should have the freedom to do so. And then let the listeners attend to Dreher's argument, my argument, your argument, the government's argument, Biden's argument, Pelosi's argument, Schumer's argument. Listen to the argument. Listen to the argument on the left, the right, and the middle. And then make up your mind based on the argument's veracity and its, and its strength or lack thereof. What is wrong with that? No, no, they won't let you do that any longer. To the point where if you want to do what we did during the Vietnam War and challenge, challenge the wisdom of the war, then you'll be deplatformed, you'll be silenced, you'll be censored. You won't be able to do that in social media. Therefore, in our world today, no one will hear you. Does this sound like America, the land of the free, or does this sound like Oceana, George Orwell's 1984, where the thought police silenced anybody who dared to challenge the narrative? The government power structure, Big Brother. Like I said, I feel like I should open the show today by saying, good morning and welcome to 1984. On today's show, I'm going to share some information from a, from a brief, a very brief statement that was put out by the Heritage Foundation with regard to Joe Biden's State of the Union address. It's something you need to hear. And I am going to circle back and talk about the Women's Health Act. Again, talk about Orwell, 1984, calling the butchering of female children, dismembering them, selling their arms and legs and lungs and hearts and livers for profit for experimentation, and then having the audacity to fight in the United States Senate for that industry. And that's what it is. Don't call this women's choice. It's an industry to sell human organs for research. They have the audacity to fight for this industry, to lobby for this industry, to codify into law the protection of this industry, this Planned Parenthood industry. They have the audacity to call this the Woman's Health Act. I'm not sure how healthy it is for the females, the youngest among us, the youngest females we have when they're being executed on a daily basis so that their body parts can be used for research. 
my land, what kind of people have we become? That we can lie to ourselves about something as grotesque as that and call it health? <laughs> Gotta be kidding me. Let's take a break. When I get back, we'll talk about the Heritage Foundation response to the State of the Union address, as well as a little bit more, if I have time, on the Orwellian spin, the upside-down lie of women's health and all else. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion, and I'll be right back in a couple minutes. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. I said I want to share with you this response from the Heritage Foundation president to the State of the Union address. And obviously, I'm critical of it, and you aren't going to be surprised, so are they. But I want you to listen to it in the context of 1984, the brief description I just gave you, and it's been talked about so so pervasively in recent uh, months, the last couple of years, because of the overreach of government and shutting down our every freedom, freedom to go to church, freedom to go to a restaurant, freedom to shop in a grocery store, freedom to get in your truck and drive. The government shuts down our freedoms, and then Big Brother steps forward under the banner of government and celebrates how grand and glorious his defense of freedom is around the world. Are you serious? I mean, stop and think, people. Uh, they're lying to you. And you need to say so. You need to stop drinking the Kool-Aid. You need to stop accepting their spin, their manipulation, their duplicity, their hypocrisy, their lies. All these things are synonymous. I'm rattling off words right now that do mean the same thing. No, it's not Orwellian spin and changing definitions to mean the opposite. No, I'm using synonyms. Synonyms. They mean the same thing, essentially. Duplicity, hypocrisy, manipulation, deception, lies. But they're telling you that all of those things are the truth. The, the ministry of truth is in the business of perpetuating lies, turning everything on its head, telling you that truth is False and false is true. Good is evil and evil is good. And again, you know one of the verses I cite always on this program is out of Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah, where he said, Whoa, whoa! Now the word cursed, damned will be those who call evil good and good evil. Those who reverse definitions. Those who do the Orwellian dance, spin, manipulation, hypocrisy, duplicity, lie. Cursed, damned will be. Woe unto them who call good evil and evil good. And that's where we are right now. We have 50% of the American people, or more, I'm, I'm fearful at times, who actually think that what Joe Biden and his party did last night was something to stand and applaud. I mean, he's pounding his chest on his defense of liberty in the Ukraine. Are you serious? Are you serious? Who in their right mind thinks that that can possibly be true. He invited this aggression through his ineptitude, his incompetence, his equivocation, his weakness. He invited this. But yet you're going to stand before the American people and pretend you're the grand, strong defender of freedom? When just yesterday you were shutting down my freedom to go shop? And just yesterday, you were celebrating the fact that Justin Trudeau declared Canada a police state because a bunch of truckers just wanted to be left alone. I mean, Justin Trudeau goes and hides 
because he's afraid of some truckers that are peaceful, having barbecues and bouncy toys, waving flags, celebrating freedom. He goes and hides while the president of the Ukraine actually steps forward into the battle and tries to defend his country's rights to exist. They defend their borders while we break ours down. And then we rush in to defend their borders. And we really don't rush in. We invite the aggression and then we pretend we're doing something about it by rattling our sabers and talking tough and irritating the despot, Putin, actually coaxing him into further conflict. That's idiocy in my view. I mean, my land, you want World War III? These idiots in Washington, D.C. are inviting it with their every word. They strut about in front of the TV cameras, the mainstream media cameras right now, acting all tough, coaxing, begging, just just inviting Putin to go a step further, get Belarus involved, tempt him to go beyond Ukraine into Poland or Romania. Oh, well, if he does that, we'll, we'll, we'll really crack the whip. Yeah, right. He's hearing you. He's listening to you. This guy is insane. He's power hungry. He's drunk. He's drunk on this authoritarian nonsense. He's proven that he'll use his nation's military to confront that type of talk. And you're going to you're going to double down in the media and do more of it rather than actually do something do something diplomatically or militarily in terms of shoring up your borders and proving to the world that you'll defend not only your own but somebody else's without talking big speak softly and carry a big stick that's what Teddy Roosevelt said and what Joe Biden Kamala Harris the Democratic Party and all these idiots and yes some neocon republicans are doing or talking big, and carrying almost no stick. And the despots of the world know it. China is watching. Putin is watching. That's why this is taking place in the first place. That's why this stuff is happening right now. It's because we talk big and we do little, rather than what Teddy Roosevelt said, and that is speak softly, talk very little, but carry a monstrous stick. We have no stick. We have Joe Biden. We have the Democratic Party. They won't even defend the Texas border. There's no stick. They're letting millions of people. We had 2 million people flood across our own borders. We had an invasion this last year, and we did nothing. So why would we do anything to stop the invasion of another country if we won't stop the invasion of our own? If our borders don't represent the border between a free country and one that's not, or a free country and one that's it. It is, but legal definitions of who's a citizen and what a boundary is. If our borders mean nothing with regard to citizenship and the definition of one country versus another, what it means to be a citizen of one country and of another, what you expect of the citizens that were born in your country, as well as those people that want to come into your country and become citizens, if that discussion means nothing to us domestically here at home, then why would Vladimir Putin or any other despot, whether the despot be the leader of China, North Korea, Iran, Iraq, Venezuela, Cuba, it doesn't matter anymore. They're watching and they recognize that that State of the Union address was a joke. It was a joke. It was a lie. 
from the Heritage Foundation. On the critical issues facing our country, Biden was either unsurprisingly silent or knowingly dishonest. He beat his chest on his administration's response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine, but failed to mention his utter failure to prevent the crisis, a crisis that will cost tens of thousands of lives, destabilize Europe, and have massive consequences for the American economy and working Americans forever. Spot on. Heritage Foundation nails it. Arming Ukraine, implementing harsh sanctions on Putin's regime, and empowering domestic U.S. energy production should have been, listen to this, should have been, should have been, I'll say it one more time, should have been Biden's policy from day one. I'll read that sentence again. So critical. So critical. Arming Ukraine, implementing harsh sanctions on Putin's regime. Empowering domestic energy production should have been Biden's policy from day one. But instead, he waited. He waited. He waited. He did nothing. He ignored it. He waited until Russian tanks were outside Kiev to respond to the evil perpetuated by Moscow. From Cabal to Kiev, our enemies have taken notice of America's weakness on the world stage. That's paragraph one in response to the State of the Union address. That's paragraph one written by the Heritage Foundation as a response to the State of the Union address. Stop and think about it. We're talking about all this nonsense right now because the Heritage Foundation nailed it. If you're going to say that this is who you are, then why weren't you doing it from the very first day you got elected? You know why? because you're either incompetent or you're a liar, or both. More. More from the Heritage Foundation. Biden's remarks on the economy don't match up with what working Americans' lived experiences actually are. Inflation is at a 40-year high, and he's talking about a strong economy? What world does he live in? We're paying historic prices at the pump, and at the grocery store. You know this. You're going shopping. Look at what you're spending to fill up your truck or your car. And they're talking about green energy. Well, Putin recognizes what real energy is worth, and he's working to corner the market and control it. What are you going to do? Power your warships with windmills? I mean, you can't get in an airplane that's powered by solar energy. It doesn't work, folks. And you're spending exorbitant amounts for your food. Wages are not keeping pace with inflation. America's workforce is shrinking because these excessive benefits that are being handed out in monopoly money from the government now pay people more to just stay home and do nothing. And what do they do? In Oklahoma, those people that are staying home and doing nothing spend the little bit of excess cash that they have to go to the recently legalized marijuana distribution center and get high. Well, that'll work for us, won't it? That'll make us a strong and determined free republic. Biden's administration continues to pressure businesses to implement COVID-19 vaccine mandates. Why? Why? This is an experimental drug. If I don't want it in my body because I've got a predisposition, excuse me, because I have a predisposition, I have a genetic family heritage to heart disease, and I've read enough and I know enough that there might, might be some negative consequences of some of these vaccines. 
cardiovascularly. And that's true. We know that. Oh, don't say that. That's, that's, that's not true. It is true. It could be a very minor risk or it could be more. We don't know. It hasn't been around long enough. By definition, you can't know. By definition, I can't know. And if I can't know whether this is good or bad for my heart, I'm going to say, I'll wait a while. But yet I'm being told that somehow I'm a science denier for saying that by Biden and his administration and by about 50% of the American people, maybe by even some of you. People, we, we, we have imbibed the Kool-Aid. We, we're drinking this elixir of lies. I mean, look at our, our supply chain is in shambles. That's a fact. You've got ships sitting in harbors. We can't get our stuff. I mean, my little four-wheeler that I use here on the ranch, I bought it a couple years ago for about $10,000. If I were to go buy it now, it's $20,000 for a simple ranch four-wheeler. Why? You might want to ask yourself why. Go try to buy a new car, a new truck. It's going to cost you. You're going to have to mortgage the farm to buy your truck to work on your farm. Biden's policies, Biden's ineptitude, Biden's dishonesty has done incalculable damage, not just to the American economy, but to the financial health of millions of people and to freedom. Standing and giving him applause doesn't change that. It, it, giving him applause for his deception, his dishonesty, is nothing but the peons of Oceana standing obediently and applauding as Big Brother's image is flashed on the screen before them. And they know that if they don't stand and applaud, there will be hell to pay. They will be punished they will be punished for not standing and saying, Heil Hitler. And Biden's, Biden's efforts last night to take credit for the response to COVID-19, how laughable can it get? His policies are, are a failure on every front. And, and this stuff is deadly. It's serious. His COVID-19 vaccine mandate for private employers has cost tens of thousands of Americans their jobs. They've lost their jobs. We've lost our jobs because we didn't want to get vaccinated with an experimental drug because we knew that we did not have a comorbidity, that we were healthy, and that there was a 99.5% plus, over that actually, survival rate, even if we did get the disease. Many of us have had it. It wasn't that bad. We now have natural immunity. We don't want something injected in our veins. Leave us alone. And don't tell us that we're contagious and we're going to give it to somebody else. So are you if you've had the vaccine. He's pitted us against one another. Vaccinated versus unvaccinated. He's created this religion where those of us who don't bow to their God, their COVID God, the cult of COVID, are somehow evil, pagans, that should be forced to recant, to recant our false beliefs and convert to the cult of COVID, 
to this religion that they've created, scientism versus science, cult versus Christianity. This is crazy. He's dumbed down science to politics. Public health is now political. It's not driven by scientific facts. It's driven by the polls. It's driven by power. It ignores science, and it actually, actually silences those who just want to ask a question, which is science. Asking questions is science. So if you want to participate in science, and if you're a defender of it, you're the one. You're the one who's now going to be deplatformed. This is what the Heritage Foundation says in conclusion. Listen to this. This is a presidency in crisis. This administration's incompetence has combined with a historic left-leaning radicalism to cause misery and hardship across the country. We remain mired in a historic border crisis thanks to his open border policies. Record numbers of illegal aliens and narcotics are pouring across our border every day, not to mention sex trafficking and the abuse and use of young boys and girls, young 12-year-olds, for sexual recreation. Biden knows this. His party knows this. They don't care. I mean, we have people down there that are fighting this evil. They have lobbyists that are talking to your politicians. Your politicians don't care. They're not listening. They're afraid. They're afraid to tackle the border crisis that Biden has created. Crime continues to rise in our cities across America. Look, we've seen, we, we've seen Kenosha burn like Mogadishu. And now Wisconsin is asking, is asking the federal government to step in and pay for rebuilding these cities that Black Lives Matter, Antifa, and the left burned down. No, pay for it yourself. You're the ones who allowed it to happen and actually marched, marched in the streets in solidarity with these idiots. Crime continues to rise. The Chinese Communist Party continues to be a menace in the Pacific. And it threatens U.S. interests. Mark my words, people. Taiwan will be the next to fall. And our president continues to attack people like you and me as being racists. We're racists because we disagree with what he just said. We're racist because we believe in judging people by the content of character rather than the color of skin. We're racist because we want real history taught in our schools, not fake history of the 1619 Project. We don't believe critical theories should be used to indoctrinate and brainwash and browbeat our t children into judging people by the way they look. And you're the racist. The Heritage Foundation concludes like this. We simply cannot afford three more years of this. Unquote. And they're right. The problem is, this is the only thing I disagree with the Heritage Foundation, is when Biden steps down, we've got Kamala Harris, and she's no better. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.